Welcome to the Boostly podcast. We're in season eight, episode 16, and my guest today is Janet Murray. In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can potentially pivot your business and bring in income during uncertain times, but also as well talk about content and content creation during an epidemic like this. It's not your normal podcast interview, and I recommend everybody to watch this through or listen to this through throughout. And if you can, have a pen and paper with you because we have a mini workshop where Janet walks you through how you can find out what your potential guests or customers' pain points are. Then you can try and match it up with the skills that you have and then what you can do to potentially bring in some income to help match your guests, customers, or you know potential customers' needs. It's, it's really insightful. It's really interactive. And like I say, if you have got a pen and paper handy, great. We do share and talk about a worksheet. You can go and get that by going to booster.co.uk forward slash podcast. Go to episode 16, season 8. Click in there, there'll be a link on how you can go and get that worksheet. If you don't want to do that, just get a pen and paper. It's super simple to do and super simple to follow. Please go and check out the sponsors of this podcast. They are hostfully. You get a free digital guidebook that you can wow your potential guests with pre and post day. And also as well, please go and check out the Boostly book direct membership if you're looking to increase your direct bookings if you're looking to decrease on your over reliance on third parties to bring in guests through your doors when all of this is over the book direct membership is the best and the most cost effective place to do so only 9.99 and for 9.99 a month you get the following so all your social media content taken for you 30 fresh pieces of content for facebook linkedin and instagram every single month it works for stories it works for posts you also get a listing on the bookdirectmap.com plus as well you get over 80 hours worth of tutorial and training videos showing you exactly what you need to be doing to increase your direct bookings it's all over there go to boostly.co.uk forward slash b DM book direct membership hostfully is hostfully.com thank you so much now let's get into the show thank you so much for having me do let me know you can hear me okay and it's all going out okay so yeah so my name's Janet um, and these days when people ask me what I do I generally say I help people to build online audiences so that means more followers it means more fans more subscribers because if we have all of that then we can we can make more money, we can make more sales in our business. But actually, um, my background, I started off as a journalist. So I spent the best part of 20 years writing editing for newspapers like The Guardian. Before that, I was a school teacher. So now I kind of combine, combine those things. So I teach people about how to build online audiences. I teach content, content planning as part of that. What I've been saying for the last five years about how important it is to have an online audience and how, how important it is to have a following, I think it's really come into its own over the last few weeks. And it's something that really people really really need now more than ever there are going to be a lot of people that are watching this whether live or on on the replay that in the current state of play there may be a guest house owner who has currently can't take any bookings right now and maybe thinking about pivoting themselves or trying something different but what was be the one piece of advice that you wish that you had received before you made that pivot that initial pivot that sort of jump from going from one to the other from one sort of career to the other off. I don't think I did anything wrong as it were I don't look back and think oh I did that wrong but there was a piece of advice that was given to me actually when I left teaching and went into journalism because I was freelance I've always been self-employed the whole time I've always had to buy my own business my own customers whatever 
and it was look for work while you're busy. So when I was a journalist, I always had my eye on all the time. Like I was never sort of like, oh, I'm fully booked at the moment. I've got enough clients. I've got enough writing work. I was always, I was always building my audience because I knew that one source of income could run out. I could be onto a great thing with a particular newspaper or magazine, or I could have a nice copywriting job that was going really well. And then suddenly that could be taken away from me. Look for work when you're busy, but also this, this concept of building an audience. And I was doing it without even realizing that I was doing it. When I was a journalist, I had quite a big following on Twitter. And that not only helped me in my work as a journalist, but people found me as well. And people would find me, they'd see what I specialized in and they'd offer me copywriting work or they'd ask me to come and speak at things. I also had a blog as well which is kind of how I ended up doing what I, I, I do today. I started blogging, thinking, well, you know, maybe if I started a blog, then people might find me and they might um, they might come and find me and offer me this nice copywriting work or offer me this, this consultancy work that we're asking to do. So without even realising what I was doing, I was kind of building this audience and this following. So they've already done that initial pivot. So I watched a video of, of yours recently. You did a bit of free training for everybody on helping people discover sort of their hidden talents to potentially bring in revenue and income, especially during times like, could you just walk us through that process that you talked about on that video? Yeah, just again, just sort of mention about the worksheet and just how people can go and grab that. So I think you've shared the link to it. So it takes you into my messenger bot. It's very clever. It takes you into my messenger bot. My messenger bot will deliver you this worksheet, which which I'm holding up now. Um, so if you just head through to that link, but if you don't, even if you don't grab it, I can just take you through a few steps. I mean, there's two things I will say out of all the industries, I've been helping all kinds of industries and businesses get online over the last three or four weeks. And I'd say this is one of the most challenging industries. There's some industries I've worked with, the other one is weddings as well. And it, it's just, you know, it's pretty much impossible for you to do what you've, what you've done in the past. So it's about being creative and it's about looking at some of the other skills and other, some of the other experiences that you might have and looking to see if there is something that is possible. So for example, this is a completely different industry, but it just shows how sometimes we can be so tied up in what we doing but a friend of mine is a, an audio producer and a musician obviously like the hospitality cannot cannot practice any of that at the moment and I shot him a message the other day I don't know why I was just thinking about him and I said you could edit podcasts and he was like what you could edit podcasts for people people still need podcasts edited piece of pie you've got a studio you could do that and he goes oh well actually I, I, I have actually edited um, radio interviews with people before I just never thought about it I just never thought that that's what I could do so I think some of it is going to be about and if you've already pivoted it's just thinking about you know I'm a qualified teacher um you know I could use that I'm a qualified journalist it's about thinking what other skills I've got and how can I put them to use and what problems have people got at the moment but the other side of it is even if you can't come up with something right now we're going to try and come up with something in this exercise you can be building your audience and you can, I was really interested in the comments that I saw before. Lots of people saying, I can't put content out. You totally can put content out. And I can give you loads of ideas of stuff that you could be posting to keep that audience really warm. Because if you look after that audience and you just keep talking to them while you can't have people staying with you, when things go back to normal or a version of normal, they will be, you know, they'll be warm. You've kept talking to them. But if you kind of shut down and you, you know, you stop talking to them, which is what I've seen a lot of people in the hospitality industry do, then you're going to have to warm that audience right back up. And actually, this is a real opportunity. You've probably got a bit more time on your hands as well to create some really engaging content and to become really memorable. So if you haven't 
grab the worksheet already if you just head over to the link that Mark's shared and I think Kim's going to share it as well. Mark's just shared it again there. You can grab it there. It looks like this. Uh, so the first thing is I want you to think about is, and this is probably tough if you're having a hard time, it's tough for you to think about this, but what problems are your, your ideal customers, the people who would have come and stayed with you and perhaps were booked in to stay with you, what problems are they having right now? So I want you to write down three problems that they've got right now, uh, things that they are struggling with in their daily life. And I know this is hard because I'm sure you're struggling as well, but if you can just think about them and focus on them, uh, what things are they what things are they, they finding hard at the moment? I think it's really important that we understand because the thing about audience building is about giving your audience what they need from you right now. And that isn't always about you selling to them. In fact, a lot of the time it isn't. It's just about giving them what they need right now because you, you will reap the benefits from that. So that's the first part of the exercise. So what we're going to try and do is see if there's, is, if, is there a way that you could help them with that? Is there a way that you can help them with those problems that they're having through something you're doing at the moment? It's going to be more challenging for your industry. The second thing I want you to do is just write down a list of other skills that you've got. Okay, so if I was doing this for me, ironically, my backup, I always say, oh, well, it's okay. If, um, it's okay, you know, if, if, if the bottom fell out of what I was doing, I could always be a school teacher because I can't even do that now, although I could do it online. <laughs> I could do it online. But I'm a qualified school teacher, secondary school teacher. I'm a qualified journalist and I've worked for like national newspapers for like years on end. I can sing a bit, I can play the piano. Um, I've had a podcast and I know how to make podcasts. I uh, published my own books, so I've self published my own book. If I look at my list of things, I I was a school governor, I'm a runner, I've organised big off-road races. So I've actually got quite a few other skills which are not related to what I do at the moment. So potentially it's about thinking about, you know, we might use some of those skills, we might come back to that, but there's a lot here that you could do if you can find a problem that you can solve, there's a lot here actually that you could that you could do with all of this. Let's have a think about how you could use some of those skills that you've got to solve some of those problems that you talked about before. So you said that uh, people are bored, they've got nothing to do, they've got cabin fever, they're really fed up. So we're just going to talk about some, just, just going to throw around some ideas of some potential ways that you can make money. Then we're going to talk content and we'll talk about content you can put on your existing Facebook page or Instagram or whatever it is that you're doing. So the next thing we're going to do is to have a think about those problems that you said that your ideal customers or clients have got at the moment. So you, you told me that they're, they're bored they're stuck indoors, they've got nothing to do, they've got home, they've got kids to educate, maybe they're having to homeschool on holiday at the moment. Um, so I'd just like you to just throw some ideas into the chat, how you could solve that problem using some of the skills that you've got. You, you can't necessarily get them in your holiday home or your let, although I have seen some people are letting out their properties to NHS workers and I've seen some of that going on. Is there anything that you could do? Let's just think laterally now, let's just think about it creatively and just think, is there something that you could do? I've had clients, as I've got clients doing online baking classes i've got clients doing online pilates i've got people doing singing teaching i've got people doing music teaching and um, i've got people doing floristry teaching floristry online skills and talents like this there's an awful lot that you could that you could do i can see so many people even if they aren't commenting i know that people are thinking right now of what they could be doing just by the, the comments mm. and the things that, that are coming in and even if you're watching this back on the replay whenever even if you're watching this next week or next month or even next year and you're tuning into this about how to do so please just leave us in the comments and leave us like with, with messages on, on what you're doing on, on the back of this because it's insightful and really interactive sort of podcast it's you know we're, we're sort of talking back and forth and asking people to, to interact and there's there's so many 
little activities that you can do alongside this. Really interesting. So say that somebody's gone through the process, they've figured out my guests that should be here aren't here, super bored at home. I used to do teaching or I used to do cookery cooking and I want to do an online cookery class. Now, how do they go from there to, right, I've got this idea. I want to maybe offer a cookery class. How do you start talking about it on online? Where's the best way to get started? This is the really interesting conversation I had with my friend the other day, the musician, about the um, um, he could even be watching maybe <laughs> about the podcast editing and he said to me how, how do I market this like I can't just go on my Facebook page and say by the way I'm editing podcasts now and I was like well why not you know if you've got a new service to offer the people are most likely to want to buy your new service that you're offering or your new product that you're offering are going to be people who know like and trust you already or people who know you know who recommend it to you so the very first thing I would always do with any new product or service is actually not worry too much about social media we'll talk about that in a second but I would do what I call proactive outreach so I would like message all your friends just just make a list of everyone you know basically who you can tell hey look i'm doing this new thing where i'm doing landing pages for people do you know anybody who might want this um, i'm doing this cookery classes like who, who do you think might be interested if it's relevant then by all means jump on your page and tell people about it but if you think it's going to make your guests go what you know so it's just about most of us when we're getting our first clients or customers for a new product or service we can literally just make a list of all the people that we know we can tell them what we're doing and we just say look can you do me a favor if you know anybody who would want who would benefit from this can you send them my way most of our friends you know really keen to help i've even had you know there's people who need to be taught how to use zoom like what we're doing now there's people who need to know you know if you know how to do something like that like somebody may well want to pay you for that because they're finding it really painful and i think the key thing is i don't think you need to build a massive audience to pivot and offer something in fact, just doing kind of proactive outreach might be the best way to get your first clients. And then if you think, well, actually, I like this, maybe I want to do more of this, then you might want to think about building an audience on social media. But actually, if you're just testing it out and seeing, is there a market for this? Are people interested in this? You know, proactive outreach would be my first go-to for that. So many people rule out the power of do you know anyone? It's so simple to do. If you've got an idea and there's something you're thinking that you could potentially bring income in over the course of the next couple of weeks and months whilst all of this is going on, open up your contacts in your phone, open up your Facebook friend list and just go and just send a message. It could literally be to your best friend or a, your cousin or sister or anybody and just say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. Do you know anyone? And just say, if you do, just tell two people. And then if they go and tell two people and then they tell two people, then that's how an idea spreads. You don't have to be mm. starting up Facebook ads. You don't have to be starting up mad Facebook groups and niching down or whatever. Just, just ask somebody, you know, everybody's mm. at home. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. No one's busy. We're all sat at home watching the Tiger King. So if you just pick up the phone and give them a call and ask a method, mm. ask the question, then you'd be amazed at, amazed at what, what could potentially happen. And I would really recommend, you know, like texting or calling or, you know, people often hide behind emails or, you know, like I've got an email list and you think, oh, I'll just blast my list. Actually, in this case, personal outreach, personal messages. And like, you know, the example I gave there with my friend with the podcast editing, I know loads of people I could refer them to who need podcasts yeah. edited. So, you know, it's just, it's just looking in your network and thinking, who do I know that might know someone who's interested in this and just being brave enough to ask that question. And that's where I would start. And then if you think, okay, well, there could be a bit of a market in this, people are quite interested in this, then think about an audience. If it sort of, you know, complements what you're doing, great. Like use that audience that you've already built. But if not, the personal outreach is 
absolutely fine and it's probably going to be more effective if you're thinking that this shouldn't be on my facebook business page well just do it on your personal profile Mm. (laughs) but you get much better reach you get much more facebook treats you a lot differently on your personal than you do on your business because your business page only gets seen by about one percent of your audience and that's on Mm. like a normal post but on your personal page it's it's free you know it's 10 times that so definitely you know just give it a go and 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 give it a test is there anything any like final before we sort of move away from that is there any other final things that you could sort of wrap up and just sort of give advice to anybody or is it like you know is there any, any sort of final remarks you could leave on that if you're going to continue to, to to post content i think you need to put out what's like i call it a positioning statement where you explain why you're going to be doing what you're doing so you say look you know i can't let out my cottage at the moment i I, you know understand that but you know i do hope to be able to do it again in the future so that's the reason why i'm continuing to post and that's why i'm going to be trying to you know share and and you actually kind of set out your stall and explain why you're doing what you're doing so if anybody does question you can say well look you know i put this thing on my facebook page or i I wrote about this on email or whatever and it's perfectly reasonable for you you know as long as you're clear and saying i understand that i can't let my property out at the moment i understand i can't have people staying at the moment but you know as soon as everything's safe I really would like to be able to do that again so I'll keep posting so that would be the first thing I would suggest is you create some kind of positioning statement where you explain that you are going to be continuing to post content and the second thing is you just stay visible and you just consistently just keep showing up I think the worst thing you can do is just kind of hide and come away from your Facebook page or your Instagram page now the kind of thing that I would do I'll share some of the ideas that I would do I would be so excited if I (laughs) apart from all the other problems but I would be so excited if I had the content if I had like a B&B or I had um, a holiday let or an Airbnb or something this would excite me very much to create the content for it because with a mobile phone you know very minimal resources you could create some really engaging content and what I would really do is I would just take people behind the scenes with you and I would just be really authentic and say okay well I'm not going to be able to let my cottage out for a few months or I'm not going to be able to um you know selling these spaces my b&b or whatever so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take you behind the scenes and you know i have a client who has a holiday cottage and this makes me laugh even every time i think about it but her most engaged post was when she asked on her facebook page when you stay in a holiday cottage do you like to have an iron in your holiday cottage in her own words her engagement went mad so you could just take your take your followers through a process say, okay well i can't let the cottage out at the moment but i'm going to take you through my spring cleaning routine i'm going to show you or we're going to go through the kitchen and i'm going to show you what i've got in the kitchen cupboards and perhaps you could give me some feedback on you know whether i need to have this that and the other in it or you know we're going to be doing some work on the garden i'd like to love some feedback from you as to whether we should plant roses here or whether we should plant carnations or whatever it might be you just take them through your process you take them on the journey with you the beauty of hospitality and the beauty of what we do and what you do and what, what everybody does when it is hospitality is that you have a business and you have a type of business specifically b&b and small hotels that is unlike any other out there because you have strangers come and stay in your house they literally come and live with you and you have got the most social business and for those of you who are saying well i don't really know how to post on facebook i don't really know how to communicate then just put the questions that you ask your guests every single morning when you see them at breakfast those same ones that you just ask and ask and ask on pretty much on repeat you know those sort of questions that you you ask your guests when they're checking in when they're checking out at breakfast just making chitter chat everybody's done it i can know in the back of my head those same answers to the same questions that i asked all the years while doing breakfast and whatnot and those are the things that you just take and put online because people love talking about themselves i can totally see why that question about the iron went down because you know it's, it's a question that is 
open-ended enough where there's people are just going to pile on in. They don't care what anybody else is saying. They want to let them know what they have to say and things like that. It, it just feeds into it because as we all know, Facebook, Instagram, they want conversation. They're getting away with spammy, you know, posts and they want conversation. It's, it's why everybody out there encourages people to get comments and then you comment on the comments and you start a conversation because if you do that then your facebook business page will just keep being seen over and over again and you don't have to spend any money when you do this if you do it right if you create engagement if you create conversations Mm. then your facebook business page will just be at the very top of somebody's news feed so when you are open and you can take bookings you can just put out a a real clear post a real clear post saying we are now open for bookings go and book Mm. and you'll be the ones because you've stayed visible if you're showing people around you know and you're showing people some of the work that you're doing maybe you're updating areas or you're updating rooms or you're repainting things or you're whatever they're going to feel excited about coming to stay with you or if you're showing them how the gardens change or somebody was telling me that they posted pictures of the lambs and stuff which is oh but they can't come and stay but you know it's still engaging it's still it's still um you know showing that beautiful scenery and showing the changing seasons you want people to be like i cannot wait to I cannot wait to come and have my holiday with you. You know, if you just go into your cottage every day, you go into your BNB every day and you think, I'm just going to, I'm going to focus on a room, this room today, or tomorrow I'm just going to focus on a utensil. Like my, my client who did the iron thing, she's also done like one about hair straighteners. She did one about whether you like to have a cheese grater or something like that. She's done everything. And if you just think of, about you know what are the questions that people ask you like you say or you could show a photograph of your guest book and you know start showing some of the you know your favorite comments from your guest book and funny comments from your guest book or whatever you've got content just all around you. you could just open a cupboard and you could film yourself doing a mrs hinch style you know this is how we organize our cupboard tell us a little bit more about the podcast the one that used to be called uh, soulful pr <laughs> talk about the new like the, the sort of the uh, the, the podcast that the sort of things that you you talk about and yeah obviously we're People are going to go into the Facebook page and thanks to Kim and we're going to go and, and get that worksheet. But this is a perfect time for people that have never really been into podcasts before. You you know, you've got a lot of time on your hands. So uh, those of you who are looking in at podcasts, tell us a little bit more about yours, please, Janet. And this is a, a lesson in itself, I guess. My podcast is 400 episodes old on Friday. So I've been showing up and doing a weekly podcast since last 2015. And it's pivoted as well. So I started off teaching people about how to get press coverage and PR. Then it went sort of general marketing marketing content and audience building so it's 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 moved and changed with me so I've got episodes on you know how to put a content strategy together uh, how to get more engagement on your page how to get more likes on your page all of that stuff so probably any any of the questions that you've ever kind of asked yourself about your content your content strategy and building your audience getting more followers subscribers email marketing it's all there what I like to do on the end of all of these podcasts is we do quick fire questions it's just a nice way to find out a little bit more about our our guests on on this podcast and 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 as always i encourage everybody that is tuning in in the comment section to add in what yours are because i do i do like to do like to see these this is where i got the recommendation for the tiger king which which is amazing i watched all episodes pretty much in 48 hours number one then if you could be isolated on lockdown with one celebrity who who would who would it be actually i think my answer is i don't think i'd like to be locked down with one person i think I just find that too intense. <laughs> too, too intense to be the one. So I'm thinking then it could be just a couple of people. So if you could have like a group of people in one, is there anybody that stands out? They probably would be fictional people from like, so So I'm a little bit obsessed with, with that box set, um, set, box set, Mrs. Maisel, the, uh, is it the mother? Mrs. Maisel. I'd love to have dinner with all of them. Um, and also, I'm also 
a big fan of the Gilmore Girls as well. So I reckon, right. I reckon if I combined the cast from both series, that would be quite good. Okay, so moving on to uh, movies and TV series. So obviously you're a very busy person doing all of the things. You've got to have something on your watch list. So what, what is the one thing that's been there on the thing that I've got to watch, whether it's a movie or a TV series, what's been there on the Netflix or Sky or wherever? What, what's, what's that one thing that you've been wanting to, wanting to watch? Because obviously now is the best time to do so. Thinking this Tiger King thing, because I just, everyone just keeps talking about it. So I feel yeah, like I'm going to have to get a go. What is the one thing that you've missed since being on lockdown? I miss people so much. So I would say I've always thought I was an introvert and that I, you know, I like people a lot. And I was a journalist and curious about people, loves people, but I just enjoyed then going away from people. But I just miss people so much and being. Around people. Yeah. people, yeah. I'm finding that hard, yeah. What is the uh, your best purchase under £100 in the last, say, six months to a year? Anything under £100, what's been your most favourite favorite purchase? Know. My AirPods, I think they've been revolutionary, but they're over £100. But they were a present, it's not a purchase. But I've, I've got this, it's a bit boring, but I've got this water bottle thing. <laughs> they drink your water. You, yeah, which tells you how much water you're supposed to drink. It's a bit boring, that though, isn't it? But, but, but it's, It isn't, it isn't, because I find that personally, during lockdown, down my how much water i drink is shocking i don't know mm. why but like the things that you take in, in your routine and, and whatnot it just goes out the window because you're just literally inside all the time so that is a that is a good one i do agree with you on, mm. on the airpod so you're a podcaster you've got a podcast but you know you tune into other podcasts is there any have you got any particular ones that you can recommend it can be one it can be two it can be three like is there any other ones that you you really like or youtube channel if, if there's no podcasts that stand out for the kind of stuff we're talking about today so jessica Lorimer has a good podcast obviously which you, your your audience will know about there's one called content 10x by a friend of mine called um amy woods that's really good um as well about repurposing your content i do like amy porterfield um marketing made easy it's another favorite one as well and i like i like a lot of instagram accounts so that's that's not what you asked but I, there's a lot of instagram accounts that i can't follow and what is your one number one advice anybody listening to that you would pass on to help them increase their direct booking so no bookings from airbnb no bookings from booking.com just coming straight from from their website straight from their social media what's the one bit of advice anybody listening to that you would pass on to help them to to do so to publish high quality content on your social media channels and publish create content that helps people find you so blog posts you know youtube content podcast whatever but i think organic content is is so powerful in terms of building that relationship and people coming back again and again and recommending their friends so that would be yeah high quality high quality content perfect time to start because like, like we, we keep saying you can't go anywhere so just keep going just test yeah. and test and test <laughs> and test like the first one that you do like the first blog post or the first email or whatever it's going to be crap just just get just Get, get used to that but if you keep doing it and you keep practicing and you keep learning and you listen to people like Janet and you know you can study there's so much great stuff out there that you can use and to, to learn and improve and amazing Janet thank you so much for doing this we've Thanks really enjoyed it me. and amazing thank you so much and thank you to everybody that has tuned in it means a lot we've been doing this pretty much every night since april so since march the 17th and as people tuning in live uh, being with me every single night i'm still going to do it every single night in april bar weekends so we're going to be here we've got some amazing guests lined up and also what we're going to be focusing on this week is audits we're going to be looking at marketing the marketing that you're currently doing we're going to be doing marketing reviews 
you live. So we've picked out a few people that we're going to be doing it live with. And we're taking a peek behind their marketing and I'm going to be sharing tactics and advice that they can be doing and you can also be doing as well. We're going to be focusing on that and we've got many, many more people to interview during April. So please, if you know anybody who would benefit from listening to these interviews, listening to these podcasts, and please share it into one Facebook group or just tag somebody or just even grab the link, send it to them in a message and let them know about it. But in the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you 